Guys, I'm bringing the party to you. Samsonite. I was way off. Hold on to your butts. I'm not even mad. That's amazing. Great to have you on the Stephen Corson Show, where we like to talk about money, life, and everything else. This show is all about revamping how you think about money and how to use it to live the life that you want. I'm excited you made this show part of your financial journey. So let's get to it. All right, today we need to talk about everybody's four-letter word. Yes, that word is budget. And no, as I like to tell you, it is not a four-letter word. In fact, it is actually a six-letter word. The problem is that so many people treat it like a four-letter word. Let me ask you something. If budgets were such a bad thing, then why does literally any business that is going to last longer than a couple weeks have a budget? Why does everything that requires growth and structure and good things to happen within business require a budget? Okay, why would your life be any different? All a business is is a group of people that are trying to build something. Well, guess what? If you're an individual or if you're married, that's all a budget is. It's a plan on what you're going to do with your money. Because guess what? If you don't plan for it, other people are planning for it. They would love for you to just come and spend all your money with them. They spend billions and billions of dollars every year to get your attention so you will come spend with them. So if you don't have a budget and you're not in control of your money, that just means somebody else is. It's as simple as that. But a budget is not a bad thing. Gosh, I know. B stands for budget. B also stands for bad. Like, oh, you guys are drawing all these weird, wacky conclusions about budgets. Let's get over it. Because I'm tired of the excuses. I've been getting a lot of excuses. I mean, some of my favorite is like, Stephen, the budget doesn't work. Uh, I I was on a budget, you know, couldn't stick to it. The budget was wrong. You know, it's funny sometimes the things that you will hear. And that's why today we are going to talk about how to create a budget that works. Not just, hey, throw some numbers on a piece of paper and make sure that you know what everything is. No, this this is going to be a budget that works. And this is going to be one that you can stick to. And we're going to go through just exactly how to build it out. So first, you're going to create something that I like to call the list, the in all capitals. This is the most important list that you will ever make. This is more important than baby names for your daughter that you're trying to figure out. This is more important than the list that you made for all the places that you want to go to on your bucket list before you die. This is the list. And what is that list made of? It's made of monthly expenses broken down to these categories. You have to have all of these categories. You need your monthly minimum payment. So most people, they know that. Okay, yeah, I pay $350 a month on that car. I pay uh, you know, $1,500 a month on my mortgage payment or my rent or whatever the case is. So monthly minimum payments for any regular monthly expenses, all right? Total payoff amount. Less people know this. What is the total amount? Sometimes people can give you a ballpark. Ah, I think my student loans, I still owe like $40,000. Then they look it up and it's 44000 Okay, you're off by 10%. You need to know that number. It needs to be on there, the total payoff amount. The second, I'm sorry, the third one, this is very important. You have to have this. 
that is the interest rate. So if there is one, some monthly expenses like food, okay, you don't have an interest rate on that. Unless, of course, you're putting it on a credit card. In that case, your food does have an interest rate. It's just going through the credit card. So if you have something that has an interest rate, any kind of loans, any kind of credit cards, whatever the case is, make sure that you have the interest rate on there next to the total payoff amount. One thing that people forget, this is a budget buster that tends to throw a lot of people off. I, I did my budgeting, but I'm still I have a lot less money at the end of the month. Pet expenses, especially during the pandemic, people got lonely and everybody went out and adopted dogs and cats and lizards and parrots. Uh, a lot of regret around the parrots. I can't get them to shut up sometimes, but I digress. Uh, do not forget the pet expenses. Pets are costly. Uh, we love them. I love my dog, Leia. She's part of the family. But guess what? I got to buy her food. She has to be groomed. Uh, I got to get toys. Uh, some people, you know, buy in beds. Leia just sleeps literally anywhere she wants to. Um, so, yeah, you cannot leave out the pet expenses. That is something that very much needs to be involved in your budget that a lot of people tend to leave out. They just think about the human stuff, but pets are expensive, too. Um, so be sure to include all of that. The next one is a little tricky. Uh, these are annual expenses. So things like Amazon Prime, for instance, you only pay that once a year, but it's like 130, 140 bucks when it hits. Well, if you break that down on a monthly basis, that's almost 11, 12 bucks a month. So not that that's that big of a deal for Amazon Prime, but then you start adding car tags, other subscriptions. I pay a lot of subscriptions annually because a lot of places will offer discounts, you know, to get that cash flow up front. Um, so there's a lot of things that I actually don't pay on a monthly basis. I pay annually. Well, if you calculate all those and then divide by 12, you can put in a monthly expense so you have an idea of what that is. And then you just take that money and you stick it in your savings account until, you know, it comes time to hit whenever that happens. So that is the list monthly minimum payment total payoff amount interest rates be sure to include the pet expenses and the annual expenses and break them down to where they are considered part of your monthly payment okay once you have this then you subtract it from your monthly income and you will have the difference all right my expenses are thirty five hundred dollars my income is forty five hundred dollars a month boom i have a difference of a thousand dollars a month once you see that start thinking about your top financial priority okay what is the number one thing financially that you have to focus on is it paying off student loans is it saving for a down payment on a home is it a six-month emergency fund maybe it's a freaking vacation to indonesia doesn't matter whatever it is you need to do two things once you identify that number one how much that financial priority will cost so we need to know so if it's you know do an easy one paying off student loans average student loans hovering around forty-five thousand dollars right now okay so if you, that's your number one we need to know what the cost will be and then number two, when do you want it completed by? This is incredibly underrated. People hate putting deadlines on things because once you put a deadline on something, it is subject to success or failure. This is the number one thing with goal setting that I find that people tend to be lax on or skimp out on. And they're just like, oh, yeah, I just, you know, I want to put a down payment on a home in a year. Uh, okay, so in a year, you mean exactly you're like 12 months or not. Well, you know, sometime in, in like a year or so. 
well, what is a year or so? You know, like 12 to 18 months. Was well, it 12 or is it 18 months? Because that six months makes a difference depending on when you want to get there on how much you have to contribute to it on a monthly basis. Uh, well, you know, why do people fight on that? They, they, they do this in, in goal setting for anything. Ah, uh, you know, I want to lose, you know, 15 to 25 pounds, something like, well, which one is it? 15 or 25? That's a, that's a really big difference depending on how you get there, you know? Uh, you, you know, something like they don't, people don't like to put numbers on things and then 15 to 25, uh, yeah, yeah, I just want to lose 15 to 25 pounds. Then you nail them down. Okay, 20 pounds. I'll split the difference. Okay, uh, when do you want to lose that by? Uh, you know, uh, I mean, you know, summertime. Well, I mean, last I checked, I'm no scientist, so feel free to Google this and, uh, you know, read up on some reliable news sources here. But I'm pretty sure that summertime is about three months. So that could give you, if we were started right now, anywhere from three to six months to get there. Well, that can really change the plan that you would do in order to lose that amount of weight. You know, this is, I think I'm hitting my point home. Put a damn timeline on things and stop being scared about whether you succeed or whether you fail. Every day you succeed or you fail at things, the best thing you can do is become familiar with failure and learn to rise above it. Every single day, I put five goals down that I need to get done for the day to move me toward my long-term objectives. And guess what? Every day, I either succeed or I fail. I either get them all done or I don't. It's as simple as that. And then what happens as you do that long-term, you become familiar with failure. And then it doesn't scare you anymore. And that can make so much of a difference. It's the same thing with budgets. People are scared to fail their budget. Look, a budget is the ideal. And guess what? In a 12-month time span, you may only hit your budget exactly if you're really being like very conscious of it eight or nine times out of the 12 months because life happens, things happen. But guess what? Eight of the nine months out of the year, if you're hitting your budget versus not having a budget and overspending on all of them, that's a massive improvement. That's amazing. So overall, it's still a major success, even though those first few months you may have had a tough time adjusting to it and you failed a few times, doesn't matter. When you pull out and look at the macro, you are making tremendous strides. So again, don't be afraid that if I create this budget, then I'm subjecting myself to either success or failure on a monthly basis. Just know that in the long term, it's overall going to be a success just having one. Okay. So let me get back to some examples here. If you want to do a vacation to Mexico, that will cost $1,800. I'm working on vacation to Mexico right now, so this is very top of mind for me. And let's say you want to go in six months, but you have $0 saved for it. Then that means that you need to save $300 a month in order to go on that trip. If you're doing something bigger and more long term, like paying off $36,000 in student loans in four years, then you need to pay $9,000 a year, which equates to $750 a month, not including you know any interest. So once you have that financial goal, then you can start moving your budget around to achieve that goal. It's very motivating, fulfilling, and this is the secret, okay? Like this is how you keep to that budget. It's not 
you know, being having the most accurate numbers or writing down all the categories or color coding it or anything like that. That's not the secret to sticking with your budget. The secret to sticking with your budget is setting a financial goal that actually matters to you. And look, maybe maybe you need to do two. Maybe you go, uh, you know, to combine the two examples, well, Steven, I am Ugh, I got to pay off these student loans, but it is just not motivating. That's no fun. I feel like I'm throwing away money. Okay. All right. Totally understand that. Paying off that big financial education bill that maybe you're, you know, kind of regretting that sociology degree because it's not really helping you make a lot more money in the real world like you thought it was going to. Sorry for the sociology majors. Didn't mean to pick on y'all. But anyway, you, you get my point. So, what I'm trying to say is that what you should do is create a fun goal then. So maybe you go, you know what? I'm going to do that trip to Mexico when I pay off half of my student loan. So I owe 36,000. When I get to $18,000, I'm going to pause paying in advance my student loans and I'm going to save up for that Mexico trip and I'm going to go to Mexico. Well, man, that's motivating. That sounds fun. That sounds exciting. And give yourself, there's a term out there called gamification. And um, I tell people all the time, you need trophies. Trophies are very important in life. You know, we, we used to play soccer when we were little kids, basketball, baseball, football. And what happens at the end of the season when you're done playing? You get a trophy and uh, you get a medal, whatever the case is. Well, guess what? In life as adults, that doesn't change. Our need to achieve is always there. And sometimes when it's a goal like paying off student loans, well, that's, you know, I mean, when I paid off my student loans, you know what happened? I clicked a button. That was it. Your balance is zero. There was no confetti. There was no nothing that the company sent over. I didn't get a representative from the bank to come shake my hand, take a picture, and post it on a website or anything. Like there was nothing special that anybody else planned for me when I paid off my student loans. But you know what I did? I went out and I knew I had a party with a couple friends and we went out and celebrated. I was so excited to have my student loans paid off. And I didn't have that much. Now, when my wife, when we paid off her student loans, what ended up happening was we had an entire thing planned with the family. We popped champagne. I accidentally sprayed the baby and the laptop. Um, it was not executed well, but it was a ton of fun and we won't forget it. <laughs> so, you know, we had a lot, of, a lot of fun. So the point is gamify it. Get a, a, put a trophy out there for whatever it is you're trying to do if it's not in your mind that much fun. And I promise you, that will help motivate you to create a discipline. Motivation is temporary, okay? At the end of the day, you have to fuel motivation into habits to become disciplines. And once you do that, you'll stick to it. It'll take a little while to get into it, but you will. All right, so what happens if you can't pay the monthly amount to meet your financial goal? Well, then you have three options, okay? So, hey, let's go back to the student loans. I know that's top of mind for a lot of people. I want to pay $36,000 in four years. Well, let's say you can't pay that $750 a month that it would be, all right? So what do you do? Well, you have three options. Number one, you can move your timeline back. All right, I can't do $750 a month. Um, you know, so what else are we going to, you know, let's back it up from four years to five years and that'll lower the payment to, you know, 600 bucks a month or whatever it is. See if that's feasible. The second one is you can eliminate expenses. Okay. Well, you know, I can't do the $50 a month, but if I, or the 750 a month, I'm, I've only got 700, but if I cancel, you know, three of my streaming apps, then I can do the 750 a month. 
or you can do both, eliminate expenses and move your timeline back. I always recommend eliminating expenses as the first option and as the first thing you should do. So go through your budget, you've created it, you've done your list and now say, where can I cut? What can I eliminate? What do do I need? seven different streaming apps. I mean, the whole point of streaming apps is they were supposed to be cheaper than cable. Once I add them all up, they're actually more than cable. Which ones do I watch the least? Get rid of them. Why do I have two music streaming services? It doesn't make any sense. Do that and then start adding it in there. The second one I would recommend is doing both. If you can't meet that timeline by eliminating expenses, then eliminate expenses and then move your timeline back just a little bit based off of what you were able to eliminate. The last option is just moving back your timeline. There's literally no wiggle room. You can't do anything. You're not able to make more money, whatever the case is, then okay, then I understand, move it back, but move it back as little as possible. The reality is this, anything that is important should be done as quickly as possible. I know we're talking about budgeting, but that applies in life in general, okay? Do not delay financial freedom. Do not delay creating a plan for your life. And for the record, financial freedom is not about being debt-free. I'm debt-free with the exception of our mortgage right now, okay? And I still have a budget. So don't think that a budget is something you do until you've paid off debts. No, no, no. The best part of budgeting happens when you get rid of debt because then you're able to put money into investments. You're able to put money into fun. You're able to put money into cool projects or like a nicer home or just whatever it is that's important to you. The best part about budgeting is after the debt is paid off. So remember that. Remember that it only gets better, not worse. Okay. There is a fourth option. Um, actually that I, I kind of alluded to, I think there. So, you know, I mentioned that you can move your time back, eliminate expenses or both. The fourth option, which you can absolutely tack on to any combination of those previous three is that you can make more money. Now that's a different topic for another day. We talk about a lot of different ways to do that. Um, but I want to put it out there because a lot of people in their mindset, when it comes to the topic of budgeting, they, they feel like things are fixed. Okay, this is my income, these are my expenses, and I'm stuck with that. No, you can make more money. There's so many ways that you can start making more money. Maybe it's taking a couple management courses so you're more attractive to being promoted at your existing nine to five. Or maybe it is, you know, doing a side hustle. Maybe it's going to the stores and, you know, drop shipping things on Amazon. Maybe there's so many different ways you can do this. Do not think it is never in the history of mankind been easier for somebody to go and find new ways to make money. It's never been easier. You just have to know what you want to do and you have to focus on it. It's as simple as that. You got to have a plan. So again, do not think that everything is fixed. Your expenses can be reduced. Your more money can be made. The timeline can be shortened. So remember that. So this is the last thing that I'll leave you with on here. Once you've got that financial goal, once you've got this budget and you have created the list and you've eliminated your expenses and you have your timeline, you've done all these things, you don't need to review this budget more than two times a month and see how you're tracking against it. Do not obsess over this, okay? Look at it on the days you get paid, on the 15th, on the 31st of the month or whatever it is, 
look at it two times a month. Eventually, once you, it's going to be hard for the first two, three months. It's going to take a little bit of adjusting. But then after that, it gets pretty easy. Then you may not even need to look at it two times a month. Then you can probably only look at it once a month. Do not spend a lot of time on this, okay? Make adjustments if needed. Maybe you underestimated or overestimated certain categories. That's fine. Make adjustments. Plans are not meant to be perfect the first time around. They have. There's that saying that uh, no... Every plan is perfect until it meets the enemy. Well, guess what? Most budgets, you think they're perfect, then real life starts happening. You go, oh, nope, that budget wasn't perfect. So it met the enemy, and the enemy is called life, reality, all that fun stuff, okay? So give yourself room to mess up while you get in a rhythm, and be sure to have fun. Just just remember to laugh. Budget is not a four-letter word. It's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. It will bring you freedom. And that is how you build a budget that works.